If you're anything like me, you come alive in your work. And little by little, you're starting to see your own giftedness, right? This is what you were put on earth to do. And that is a powerful moment in an entrepreneur's life when they see themselves beyond just a set of learned skills in the container of whatever it is they sell, but instead as this purpose-driven leader with a passion for their calling. But does there ever come a point where it becomes too much, where our gifts, our greatest gifts, become limitations for us. I think so. And I think it's a dangerous trap we can easily fall into. So we're talking about it today on the show. The pitfalls to avoid, the patterns that start to show up when you're teetering into that limitation, and how to leverage our gifts without building walls preventing us from becoming who we're really called to be and feeling good in the process. So let's get to it. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it, too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. What if your pinnacle, the thing that you're aiming at, the thing that you want more than anything, it becomes ultimately your prison? If we make it all about that pinnacle, that peak that we're growing towards, and we stop there, we end our growth. And it feels like dying because then what, right? We've made it this far, and then what happens next? If you listen to the show, it's probably safe to say that you're a hungry person. Like you are hungry for your work. You are hungry for what you do. You feel called to both family and entrepreneurship, and you want to do both really well. And you know there's another level for you in many areas of your life. And that is a treasure. That's a blessing. There are a lot of people who don't identify that or don't have that hunger and wish that they did. Look at how many people go through life on autopilot. They take it for granted, this gift that we have, the one chance in this life, this side of the grave, to live it out. You are definitely cut from a different cloth from other people. And I think that's amazing because I share that same cloth as you, that same hunger. The ones who want to take the path of least resistance or are unwilling to look within themselves and break through their limitations to their greatness They have created a prison for themselves that we're not in. Now, I'm not talking about, I'll just put the disclaimer on it. I'm not talking about people who live humble lives by choice. I think that's an absolutely beautiful thing. I'm not talking about people who, you know, don't make a lot of money or maybe don't run a business of their own. Everybody's called to walk a different path. I'm specifically talking about the ones who have believed the lie that easier is better, that safety and comfort trump everything else. So we are not those people. 
They live for the weekends, binge watch someone else's reality on TV or on Instagram, and they consume both physically and mentally the food and content that keeps them basically numbed and in that prison for themselves. And sometimes I see that and I say, okay, I'm one of the free ones. Like I have the freedom because I've tapped into something that they haven't. But am I really? And I think the answer depends. Throughout the last 10 years or so in the work that I've done, I've had the honor of working alongside and working with and witnessing a lot of incredibly ambitious and successful people who have leaned a little too heavily into their gifts, so much so that they too are in some form of a prison. There's a documentary put out by Michael Phelps and several other Olympians called The Weight of Gold. The weight of gold. Think about that. These athletes are gifted beyond measure. They train and dedicate their entire lives, sometimes since they were little kids, to honoring those gifts, to play on the world's greatest stage, the Olympics. I was a swimmer growing up, so it always has been my favorite event to watch in the Olympics. I just get lost in the swim competition. So when Michael Phelps was representing the U.S., I was glued to the TV. He was an absolute specimen to me, a total inspiration. And it lit me on fire to watch that, that desire to fight so hard to get to the top of my own mountain, to perfect my gifts like he did. He made it to the pinnacle. But the entire premise of the documentary is exactly this point. Then what? Then what? That gift became a prison for him. It became a limitation for him. What we saw on the outside, this man achieving the greatest feats, was not fully representative of reality. He achieved greatly, but it was at the expense of everything else. And inside, as he said in the documentary, he felt like he was dying, losing everything. Was it even worth continuing on? It's funny because as I watched that, I thought about the timing of the birth of this podcast and our company, and it all came out of my own experiences with passions and gifts becoming my own limitations, right? I, I started to get really in a groove with my work. You know how you, you're in the early stages of business and you have this vision for where you're going? I felt like I was finally tapping into where I wanted to be versus constantly waiting to get there. Things were really clicking, and I was both discovering my innate gifts and figuring out what to do with them, and that felt so good. It was it was like I had clarity. My passion for my work was exponentially growing, so it was easy for me to show up for it, to study it, to obsess over it, to try and grow and be better. And I had my own version of pinnacles throughout my career that I was pushing for, achieved some of them, had many more that I was working towards. But the harder I pushed, the more the other areas of my life suffered. The more I obsessed about my work and using my gifts within the container of my work, the more my relationship suffered. And I record this podcast as someone who is paying that price now, years later, with adrenal deficiencies, autoimmune battles, and sometimes, honestly, without explanation, we still haven't totally figured everything out, but sometimes really debilitating symptoms that take me out of the game for weeks at a time. My body kept the score as did my marriage, along with the connection to my family or the toll it took on my kids, and eventually my own joy and peace. 
We all have our own version of the Olympics. We all have our own pinnacles. But we we created this company, the Luminary Leadership Company, because of my close run-in with and witnessing the actual run-ins with many of my clients over the years who ended up coming to work alongside me to to grow up out of this problem, what it looks like to allow your greatest gift to become your greatest limitation. So we basically exist and and did this to support the whole person, not just the business, not just the family, but the person that feels called to both and who's committed to the whole version of success that can really only be achieved through what we defined as not just leadership, but luminary leadership, shining your light, known for what you do, excellent in what you do, without it being at the expense of everything else, at the expense of what ultimately matters most, where strategy really meets that breakthrough. So let's talk through a couple of things that I think can help, or at least have helped me in the process. That's really all this is, is sharing what I've learned and and what I think can serve. So the first is paying attention. looking at the pitfalls that you can avoid. There are clues that this is coming. There are clues to those Olympians that they are choosing to ignore in pursuit of the pinnacle. I'm sure there were times where it showed up for them in different areas of their life, but it was all about this one thing so that they were going to go for it despite the fact that it was taking a toll on their body or it was taking a toll on their relationships or their mental health, right? There are a lot of clues that show up that we choose to ignore because we're so in love with what we do or because we're so inspired by where we're going or because our gifts lead us and guide us and instead of us utilizing them, they're they're taking control of us, right? So one of the things that I would say I see a lot in people like us, people that are ambitious or type threes on the Enneagram or whatever it might be, is assuming you can do the work without the joy and that it will only be temporary. If there comes a point in the process, now I'm not talking about the little menial tasks. Most of us wear many hats. There's going to be crap you have to do in your business that you don't enjoy. I'm not saying, you know, you have to absolutely love every single thing you do. But I'm saying when the mission behind what you do and the work that you're doing, big picture, starts to lose its joy, and you think that you can put your head down and plow through it instead of asking the questions that are going to help you unearth where that's coming from, you're telling yourself a lie. It will not just be temporary. In fact, it will compound and it will show up bigger and louder in your life and in other areas of your life. So that's one pitfall that you want to pay attention to and do not ignore. It's a tendency of many entrepreneurs to say, oh, I can I can do this. I can grit through this. It's for something better on the other side. The pinnacle will bring me the joy. Guess what? No, it won't. There are a lot of those athletes that stood up there holding their gold medals who are empty inside. And that was their pinnacle. So watch out for that. The other thing is falling for the shiny objects. There are going to be a lot of things along the path that say, hey, this is an opportunity for you to use your gift to get this, whatever this might be. For them, maybe it was that gold medal, a literal shiny object. For you, it might be for the the validation and the recognition that maybe you didn't get as a kid that finally this will prove that you're somebody or something, your worth. It could be a number in the bank, right? I just want that seven-figure business. How often do we see that? Do you think anything happens from $500,000 to $1 million emotionally that changes you from the inside out? No, it's just more stuff. Be aware of those shiny objects that seem sexy but can take you off the track to who you're actually called to be. Or, this is super common, doing it how someone else did it. 
stop looking into everyone else's lane. Michael, my husband, was just at this event. He's a part of a men's mastermind. And he told me this story that, to me, speaks exactly to this point. He was at this event for his mastermind, and they had this, a lot of military guys are in this and run the program. And they had this awesome day where they went into this valley and they did uh, some incredible shooting practice and training, like high-level military shooting and training. And there were about 20-something guys, and they were all competing, and it was a race to see who could hit the target closest to the bullseye the most times in a certain period of time. And Michael won that first round. He won by a fair amount against his peers. And then the military guys that are running the program were like, okay, now we're going to go against Michael because he was the winner. And he said that when he was up against his peers, the people who had the same level of experience as him or, you know, he wasn't really paying attention to what they were doing. He was super focused on the bullseye. He was focused on his shot. But then when he knew other people who were experienced and good at what they did and uh, seasoned in this were coming up against him, he noticed he kept looking and glancing over at them and how they were shooting and what they were doing and whether they were hitting the bullseye or not. And he ultimately lost. And he said it was such an incredible learning experience that he stopped staying in his lane and focused on his race, you know, his fight. And started paying attention to what other people were doing and thinking that he had to do it like them. That is so common in entrepreneurship, especially in a world that is just, it's all plastered all over social media, taking us constantly out of our own race and and hypothetically into someone else's, but we really don't know the inner workings of how their race is going. So don't try to just do it how someone else did it. Don't build the seven-figure business because someone else did it, right? You're pushing for the life you want seven figures without acknowledging the lifestyle required to get it? What if you found out the person, how they got to that number, how they got to that size team, how they got to that place, you know, on that stage came at the sacrifice of all the things that you value the most? Is that still the race you want to enter into? I don't think so. So paying attention to that is so critical. Now, sometimes we miss the clues. We miss the the warning signs or the things that we should avoid, those pitfalls, and we lean into them. So there are some patterns and kind of symptoms that start to show up. So if you miss the initial clues, you damn well better pay attention to what the symptoms are. What's showing up in your life and in your reality that isn't you? It could be evidence that your greatest gifts are soon going to become your wildest limitations, your ceiling, your cap, your inability to get to where you're really called to go. One thing is irritability and crappy moods on the regular. If you are just in a mood, despite the fact that you're supposedly doing what you do best, what you love more than anything, something's out of whack. Something's out of whack. It's not just that you're tired or spread thin. There's more to it because I know a lot of incredibly tired, new moms who can still have joy in their heart waking up with that baby because it it brings them so much joy. So if you're doing what you love and you're in a mood, pay attention. There's a symptom. Okay, another major one that you're not going to want to admit, but I can almost guarantee you have because we almost all of us do. Addiction to work or your phone or both. It's an addiction, literally an addiction. 
The research has shown that the chemicals released when you pick up your phone, you know that on average, we're picking up our phones more than, or like touching base with our phones more than 2,000 times a day. In entrepreneurs, it's more. That's gross. We're not even doing it with purpose anymore. It's just, it's an addiction. It's a habit. It's something that we need to break. When that shows up, you've already built a limitation for yourself. You can only get so far when you have an addiction like that. Then this mentality of, okay, I just need to, I need to X and then I can Y. Like this idea that if you just get to this point, then you can finally pay attention to your kids. Then you can focus on the marriage. No, your priorities are out of whack. I'm going to send you right back to the True North exercise for the 100th time because if that's happening, if you're like, oh, I just need to do this and then we can grow our family. I just need to do this and then we'll get out of debt. Knock it off. Go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash True North and do that free workbook for the love of Pete. Your priorities need to be upended. Another big one, restlessness, uneasiness. When you're trying to relax, you can't, or you go to your phone for a distraction, or you even go and say like, okay, I'm going to unwind and watch a, a show or a documentary, and you're still picking up your phone. Like you just are not settled. When you try to be with your kids or your spouse, your mind is elsewhere. You're uneasy. You just feel hurried and rushed, and you just don't even, like you just feel like you need to be doing something. That's a sign that you've gone too far. How about health problems? I'm a walking example of this. Because I kept going and I kept going and I fell into the pitfalls and I ignored the symptoms, now I know the premise of how to avoid allowing my gifts to become my limitation, but I'm still recovering from what happened because I didn't pay attention for years. Adrenal problems, autoimmune issues, crippling exhaustion and brain fog, like all this crap I just don't want to deal with because I know in my heart now how to do it right but I don't even have the body that's supporting me some days in the process. How about anxiety? You might not be someone who typically has anxiety. I feel like sometimes that's used a little buzzy, a buzzword, right? I never had anxiety or depression my whole life, super blessed. And then I was like, what is this pain in my chest? And I had no idea what it was because it didn't feel like it was in my head. It felt like it was in my body again. And I was like, man, I don't know what this is. And I was stressed and I was restless and uneasy. Come to find out it's anxiety that was self-perpetuated by the way that I was choosing to live and live out my gifts and do my work. How about achievement without a sense of accomplishment? Do you keep setting these benchmarks in your field and then wondering why you're like, "Mm, okay, I guess it's on to the next thing because that sure wasn't it. That didn't fill my cup. My soul isn't any more alive because I hit that number or I had that successful launch or I was chosen to speak on that stage. It was a temporary high. I see it another one oftentimes and it's hard to recognize in yourself, but a loss of humility. Have you lost connection to who you are, to where you come from, to your roots, to being able to see humanity through a lens of compassion and empathy? Have you become so focused on yourself and so confident in your gifts that you've lost your sense of gratitude that they were gifted to you? And then finally, trying to prove something. Stop trying to prove something. So it's like I say this, but I'm not joking. Almost always, even the 55-year-old multimillionaire men that I've mentored in business Sometimes they are pushing and going and fighting for their pinnacle 
because of daddy issues or mommy wounds. Figure that out. Deal with it. Stop trying to prove something to somebody else. Are you going where you're being called and being led? Or are you spending all your time trying to get somewhere in the hopes that it finally fills that void? That it finally validates what wasn't validated for you growing up? Okay, so how can you, on the flip side, more positive side, leverage your gifts without falling prey to them, aside from paying attention to the pitfalls, paying attention to the symptoms so that you can start to reverse course? I mentioned this earlier. Look at life and lifestyle. Okay, so there are things that you might be saying you want. Places you want to get in your in your business, in your life, whatever. Are you ultimately saying, what is the path to get there? Like, what is the lifestyle required to attain the life that I want to live? And do they actually align with your values and your priorities? Because if the answer is no, you don't want that life. You don't want that thing. You don't want that goal. You don't want that vision. It's the wrong vision for you. That's why that true north is so, so important. Because if I'm asking that question, you just don't know. And you don't have that clarity. And you can't discern without a blink of an eye. You need to go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north because it's a free freaking workbook that can change the game for you. Okay, so the other thing too is how are you leveraging those gifts outside of your work? It's not all about your work. What are the things you do within your business that would translate into serving your community or helping the elderly or raising your kids up well or showing up better in your marriage? Don't let your gifts just be in this one space. I think of those athletes and they had to have this level of selfishness to get to the place that they were because they had to dedicate everything to themselves, their gifts totally to themselves to get to that pinnacle instead of saying, man, how could I have leveraged this outside of just this one track? And maybe it would have been more fulfilling, right? It wouldn't have become such a limitation for them. And then the final piece, your calendar. Show me your schedule and I'll show you your priorities. It's really easy to say if and how things are going to get mighty out of hand and your gifts will become your limitations just by opening up your phone or your physical calendar and seeing where your priorities are. You can't say out of one side of your mouth that you are a present parent and a loving spouse. And then on the other side, I see appointments booked, you know, day, night, weekends, all trying to leverage growth in your business to get to your pinnacle. There is so much opportunity for you. And I'm not telling you to slow down in your pursuit of your dreams and growing your business into something that is magnificent and life-changing for both you and the people you serve. But trust me, you don't want to do it at the expense of who you're called to be, at the expense of your values and your priorities and what ultimately matters most. If this speaks to you, I'm going to ask you to share it because I feel like this is a message that a lot of people can go through life not realizing and ultimately pay the weight of gold price for it. So take a screenshot, share it to your stories, tag me at Eliz Hartke. I love seeing you guys share the show and I'm so grateful for it. And feel free to write in, shoot me a DM or podcast at Luminary Leadership Co. If there's more content that you want to see or hear about, we're happy to focus on the things that are going to continue to lift you up in leadership and help you pursue who you're called to be. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. 
And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our luminary of the week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.